0: And welcome to the BQBL Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Eifler. I'm joined today by my co-host, Dr. Matthew, and also a very special guest, uh, Will Hoffman. Um, The other Hoffman has joined us today. Welcome, Matthew and Will. Good to be here, Alex.
1: We're yeah, all great to see really you, great
0: to talk to, to you. Join. How's uh how's Texas this morning? Is the weather okay?
1: Well, we're we're in a bit of a tropical storm. So, we've got we've got flooding. I am working out of my garage uh, so the kids and my wife can have the house. So, you know, things are things are um, I would say typically 2020 today.
0: Nice, <laughs> Is this a tropical storm beta because we went through the whole fucking alphabet and now we're going through again?
1: It, it, it is. It is. Um, and so I think I think, think any time you, you break into the Greek alphabet in September, um, you're doing something horribly, horribly, horribly wrong to to the world. And so I think we're, we're in store for some more Greek alphabet. And, uh, you know, with homeschooling, I think that's probably good that kids can learn um, you know, the Greek alphabet while also following apocalyptic storms. <laughs>
0: Well, you heard nice. it here first. Um, yeah. So also this week, I'd like to point out that we have our first sponsor for the show. Um, yeah. So Dr. Matthew, go I, ahead. I guess this...
2: Yep, so I would say that BQBL has probably always been sponsored by the year 2020, but we have an additional sponsor. So Alex, Will, you know how they say breakfast is the most important meal of the day? Well, I mean, sure. I know that, but sometimes I just have trouble getting excited about the same old boring cereal. And if that sounds like you... I'm happy to say I've recently found a cereal that not only makes me excited to sit down at the breakfast table, it makes me want to body slam that table straight into the ground. I'm talking about delicious Josh's Jack's cereal. Let me tell you, I opened a box of Josh's Jack's just this morning. I'm so excited looking down at the flashes of red, blue, white, that I saw open, wide open before me. Well, I'm going to tell you, I just poured my milk right over the bowl. That's how excited I was. Okay. Josh's Jack's is delicious. And it's part of a nutritious breakfast as well nutritionists will tell you the importance of having clear targets for your health and staying laser-like focused on those targets. And if you listen, to, you read books, you hear about important, uh, successful people, they'll tell you the importance of not just aiming at your goals, they aim to overshoot those targets. And that's our motto at Josh's Jack's. Others might try to aim high, we aim even higher. And that is why at Josh's Jack's, they've created a breakfast cereal that's not only tasty, but good for you too. Josh's Jack's has over 60% of your complete daily nutritional requirements. Disclaimer, accuracy will vary. Actual nutritional completion percentage will often be well below 60%. Josh's Jacks, aim even higher. Pick up a box today at your local Wegmans grocery store. Josh's <laughs> Jacks.
0: So yeah, I our like. first sponsor. That's, I, did you read that on 1.5 speed? That sounds, that sounded like 1.5 speed. I've also, I've never heard you say more hey, excited. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, Literally my that's, whole that's life. How I, I don't know. I've known you, well, Will's known you for about 36 years. Uh, I have known you for almost that long. I've never heard you more excited.
1: I think I think anyone who knows Matt also is able to just picture the smile or smirk he has on his face while oh, he was reading that. Yeah. So, so, so pleased with himself at the humor um, and some of the lines. That, I'm,
2: I'm just that he's... so, so excited to have a sponsor. Uh...
1: Yeah, well, I mean, assuming, I mean, Anything anything Josh Allen related, I'm assuming there's some ups and downs while eating it. So I'm assuming one <laughs> bite you might get chocolate, the other you might get like a razor blade. Yeah. Which yeah, is, yeah. you know, yep. which is kind of the wild card there, you know? Yeah.
2: I often feel that way about frosted cereals, right? There's sort of a lot of excitement going in with the first bite, but over time it tends to
0: sour a little bit. Yeah, but then the milk at the end is so good. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
2: Yeah. But but yeah. Um I anyway, it's sort of I don't know. It feels feels a little
0: bit wrong considering to, he's, he's you know, is. Yeah. Yeah. he is the overall quarterback too. Yeah, he's Josh playing Josh Allen can... super well, and he was a, he and is. Buffalo was a second round pick. I I think that um this year more than most years the draft uh, at least through two weeks has been a total crapshoot, and the teams and the scores <laughs> have been pretty much randomly distributed across regardless of where the team was drafted. Um, yeah.
2: I think we typically discuss on this podcast uh, that whether people actually know what they're doing in making their choices and then also making their starts. Uh, I think this yeah. is pretty, pretty much in line with that. I think there was also concern going into this year that maybe offenses would be disrupted, but so far they've been, they've been doing well. There've been a lot of negative scores.
0: Yeah. And even with our first. Yeah. I think
1: also. Uh... Go ahead. Well, I th- I think. I think also – I also think, too, you know, you guys are getting pretty high on people like the Josh Allen train and some of these other quarterbacks. But, you know, if you're facing the Jets and the Dolphins, I think you might be jumping to conclusions somewhat earlier in the season than than maybe you should as well. So I think think things like some of the rookie quarterbacks that have been put in situations um, playing against, you know, the Browns, for example, like Burrow – Thrown in against the Chiefs, who are, who are far from the defensive dynamite, um, like in the Chargers' case, it's it's uh once they actually face real defenses, they might also start reverting back to their first-round form.
0: That's fair. But I we think get that's to fair. A, a great Justin <coughs> Herbert performance, um, although apparently he's going back to the bench, which is good news for Joe because that means he can come in off of the bench when Tyrod flounders, um, but he he he, did, he was great this week against the chiefs to will's point
2: yeah i think Will. the other question is there's been uh one of the stories of this week was there were a bunch of injuries a lot of backup quarterbacks coming in but we just talked about herbert jeff driscoll nick mullins the question is are, are any of those guys really worse than the quarterbacks they're replacing well there's yeah, a really good point and
1: ultimately,
0: <laughs> yeah that, that was the game <laughs> the game is better worse or the same <laughs> Okay, well, maybe now's a good time to play. Let's play better. <laughs> well, I think, the
1: same. I think, <laughs> I think though, if you, if, you look at, if you look at the 49ers, I mean, look at that box score of Garoppolo versus Mullins. And, and I don't think you can tell me that those, those players are the same. <laughs> I, I mean, Garoppolo, Garoppolo had two touchdowns and something like was 14 for 17 by the time he was injured. Mm-hmm. And then Mullins um, fumbled twice. I uh, had no touchdowns and didn't put up triple-digit yard totals.
2: That's a that's a fair point. I'll just point out: uh, Jim Garoppolo had a QBR of ninety-nine point six. Nick Mullins with a QBR of two point three. Those are different,
0: right? And <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like I mean, golf, right? It, low, lower scores are better. Right?
2: <laughs> yeah, lower scores. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay, so I guess I guess Alex, would you like to the, the game? Uh, I guess we're going Nick Mullins.
0: Different. <laughs> worse. Yeah, yeah, so it's better, worse, or the same. I mean, going into the season, I would have definitely said Nick Mullins is one of the better backups. And he got a mm-hmm. chance, and ugh, it wasn't great. Um, so Nick Mullins, better, worse, or the same as Jimmy Garoppolo? Matthew, I'm starting with you.
1: I, I mean, much worse. I, I mean, I, I'm not, think- not going to... I'm not going to say that
2: he's close. Okay, so I own the Niners in, in BQBL. I am going, That this does not make me a lot more excited to start the Niners. I'm going the same. And Will, you're I understand going worse? Point. I'm going the same.
0: Will's going worse. What do you think? I, I, I had him the same as well. Um, I had them as, as comparable quality quarterbacks. Um, I think Garoppolo probably throws it a bit more, and Mullins is probably a bit more conservative, but Um, they might Mm -hmm. want a bit more conservative considering the fact that they have no one to throw the ball to. I mean, they just picked up Mohamed Sanu, which is the international symbol for, uh, I'm in distress. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I
1: I mean, the only thing I'd say about Mullins versus Garoppolo, Alex, and and Matt is, is Garoppolo was in the Super Bowl last year. And I know there there was lots of storylines like, (laughs) Can Garoppolo lead your team <laughs> or win the Super Bowl for you? But if Nick Mullins made the Super Bowl, wouldn't the storyline be "Holy shit, Nick Mullins made the Super Bowl"?
0: I mean, Trent Dilfer won a Super. Bowl. I mean,
2: I, I can't really <clears throat> argue with that
0: point. So, so did Rob <laughs> I, I just, Johnson? I mean, my, my memory he? of... <laughs> oh no! Oh, did Oakland win that Super uh, Bowl? Yeah, that sounds that sounds right. No, no, Rob Johnson won a Super Bowl. No, yeah, yeah,
2: um, yes. yeah, conclusive, yeah. Yeah, Rich Gannon lost that Super Bowl. Right. Uh, what? So Mullins played a number, he started eight games in twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. My memory is he wasn't terrible, he though. Was fine. I mean, again, looking at the stats. Sixty four percent completion percentage, thirteen touchdowns, ten interceptions. Um, so that's not that's not great.
0: He was Andy Dalton. Um
2: Yeah. Um, but I, you know, again, that's probably a little bit real life worse than than Garoppolo but yeah um, probably all right I'm not expecting BQBL Bonanza but I'm happy to be wrong
0: next song Jeff Driscoll Drew Locke is Jeff Driscoll better worse or the same as Drew Locke this time I'm starting with Will
1: I'm gonna go same I mean I think always collecting <laughs> tall moderately athletic terrible quarterbacks and just trying to to recycle dating them like Leo DiCaprio recycles dating models.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Jeff Driscoll as a model. That's a that's a spicy take. It's, I like it. Um, <laughs> I like that hot take. Uh, I think for me Jeff Driscoll worse than Drew Lock. Tough to say because again I, I still don't know what Drew Lock is exactly. But we've seen Jeff Driscoll, uh, and you know the only thing I, I think he's got this. If I remember him from the Lions, he's got this ability to essentially kill your BQBL day by just making a few plays with his legs. Yeah, a couple of rushing ass. touchdowns. Um, So he's, he's a little disappointing in that regard, if I remember. But he, uh, I think he's worse than Drew Locke. I, I don't expect quite the same. I think in this game, they were behind. And, you know, he threw a lot. But I'm not sure I'm going to expect that going Speak, forward.
0: Speaking of seeing Jeff Driscoll, if you Google Jeff Driscoll, driss and stop at driss and you see the results the third to top result of jeff is jeff driscoll the second to top is jeff driscoll college and the top result is jeff driscoll thong now the question is (laughs) why is the top google result jeff driscoll thong oh i I don't know did you click on it yeah i did um (laughs) it's um yeah he's uh uh, yep mm-hmm he, so he, 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 I would say he is a uh, athletic supporter enthusiast and, um, <laughs> and there are many shots of his bare ass with an athletic supporter that looks very thong-like, um, <laughs> extremely thong-like. Um, so, yep. See, a model. Yeah. <laughs> good, good job, Will. <laughs> Will, prescient as always. Um I'm going to go better. I think Jeff Driscoll might be a better quarterback than Drew Locke. I I think that he's a, an underrated backup quarterback who could get some run as a starter at some point in this league have, and have a Nick Foles-esque run of success. Um, and I think, I think Drew Locke is probably an, a below-average NFL starter. So they're probably both below average, but in different ways. So I don't know. I don't know which one is better based off of that. Okay. Um, so the... The last one that's, that we should obviously go into um, is the other quarterback who was uh, starting this week, surprise, um, Justin Herbert. Better, worse, or the same than Tyrod Taylor? Uh, this time am starting with Matthew. Um,
2: I'm, I'm going higher variance. Uh, I, I think that you know Tyrod is, is – you know what you're getting. Um, it's probably 150 to 200 yards, maybe a touchdown, maybe not some rushing yards. Uh, and I think that I would expect Justin Herbert to be a much better BQBL play. So I guess, I guess worse overall. Will, what do you got?
1: Yeah, better, better long-term quarterback. Um, also better for BQBL uh, due to some, I'm guessing, hilarious interception. And then, <laughs> uh, and then zoom in camera pans on, on his face looking like he's about to cry, like he's been stood up for prom. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. Yeah, I think we, may, we, you
2: know, there's a lot made of the fact that Herbert found out after the coin toss that he was going to start, but, you know, less made of the fact that the defense also found out they were facing Justin Herbert after the coin toss. Uh, I think with, with more time to prepare, then we'll really know with what defensive scheming actually does to him.
0: Sure. And From my perspective, and Matt alluded to this, Tyrod's defining quality as a quarterback has been not only his legs, but he barely ever throws interceptions. Very low interception rate overall, which is pretty bad for BQBL. Um, But coaches like it, especially defensive coaches. And I think Anthony Lynn is still the, uh, the head coach out there. So I think that's probably why we might see some more Tyrod. But I think Herbert's more likely to win you a big game. Tyrod's just less likely to lose you a big game. Mm.
2: Yep, Um, but I think that's one of the rare cases where that's probably true, both at BQBO games and real games.
0: That's fair. Um, Bonus round, because there are some other backup quarterbacks that I really want to get into here. Um, Nick Foles, better, worse, or the same as Mitch Trubisky? Will, Lightning, go.
1: Um, The same.
0: (laughs) Nice. Matthew. The same. All right. I'm going to say he's Alex. worse. I don't think he's good. Okay. <laughs> I think Nick Foles yeah. is actually legitimately a bad quarterback. I don't know what he was <laughs> doing with the Eagles. Like Somehow, <laughs> something about being a backup in Philly made him really work, but he, he's been terrible everywhere else. Terrible. Um, as much as it pains me to say it, I think that Trubisky's is better. Um, better? Worse or the same? Jacoby Brissett, Philip Rivers, will go. Uh, worse. Matthew, I, th- I think Brissett's better. I think so too. I think at this point, Philip Rivers is his garb. He's not good. Um, and uh, I mean, he can throw to Mo Ali Cox, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> I guess seeing a really tall wide receiver out there uh, made him remember what he was like earlier in his career. But Rivers has been bad for a couple years now. Ugh. I'm I'm putting Brissett back in there. I don't know why they gave all that money to to Rivers. Um, yeah, I never understood that. Yeah. Um, and then a couple spicy ones. Okay. So after last night, Jameis Winston, better, worse, or the same compared to Drew Brees? Go. Matt, you're first. Uh, uh,
2: I, I mean, he's worse, but I'd rather watch him. <laughs> Will?
1: Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say better. I would love to see Jameis throwing 60 times a game to Michael Thomas. I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to lie.
0: Yeah, I, I, I love that. I, I think that's a great take, and I'm getting on board. I don't think that Drew Brees really has it. I think that he looks like late career Chad Pennington out there, um, with the big difference mm. being that he's a lot faster. Chad Pennington was moving in slow motion, I think Breeze is, fa- is fast motion, Chad Pennington. Um, the arm strength is identical. Um, and in the last one, better, worse, or the same, Case Keenum compared to Baker Mayfield. William, take us home. Oh, God. Much,
1: much worse. Good God. Case Keenum. I'm sorry. Go home, Case Keenum.
2: I'm going, I'm going worse, too. I don't know. Case Keenum. I, well, I don't know. I'm going worse. That's fair. I,
0: I think it is worse. I think that's the correct answer, but um, yes, it's, to say that Baker's been anything other than disappointing in the last two years, I think would be uh, incorrect. He's been just nothing that we expected after his great rookie season and everything that we expected from a Browns quarterback. But I guess that would make Case Keenum also yes. a Browns quarterback if he were to start. So... Maybe it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't. It's the problem. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the problem with Browns quarterbacks. The problem. Any quarterback all...
2: you bring into the Browns, there's still a Browns quarterback. It's tough.
0: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I'm just thankful they didn't bring in Jameis Winston because um, <laughs> he's so beautiful. Oh, my I, God. I need him to be free. <laughs> um, well, yeah. thank yeah, you yeah, for yeah. indulging um, my uh, my game. Um should we, uh, should, we, should we talk a little bit about the scores maybe? <laughs> yeah, let's talk
2: about this week. I mean, I think this week, and I think this goes into uh, our discussion about the draft. There was a clear winner this week. Uh, and I think so far there's been a clear winner in general. And that is Sarah for drafting the Minnesota Vikings. Um, if there's any quarterback that's looked completely overmatched so far, it has been Kirk Cousins. They put up 77 this week. Um, just an outstanding performance.
0: Yeah, and, and he really did it across all facets. He was under 50% completions. He he threw 26 times. He completed only 11 times um, for 113 yards. That's 4.3 yards a chuck, um, and that's bad. Um, he didn't manage to throw a touchdown. <laughs> um, he managed to throw three interceptions, though, um, uh, for a QBR, which Matt referred to before, of 9.4. So uh, three times Nick Mullen's QBR, uh, but still – uh, what we would call terrible.
2: Yeah. So Sarah won the week clearly starting Minnesota. Her second team was Las Vegas, who, who only put up two. The second highest score this week was the team on the bench. Will, would you like to talk about Daniel Jones?
1: Mm. I, I'm going to be honest. I, I watched the the Giants game on TV because it was leading up to the Texans game. Mm. And, and in our – this is a, a slight tangent, but I, I traded up in our – Keeper dynasty league for Daniel Jones because I had high hopes for him, and you saw uh, Barkley out the year with an ACL tear, Shepard exited with a turf toe. The offensive line of the Giants is—I mean—calling it Swiss cheese would be generous. Daniel Jones just looked lost. They even had a pick six call back because of pass interference. He's—he's. uh, <laughs> he's, uh he's, He's vying for, I would consider, one of the top spots in BQBS because it just is not looking good for
0: him. Yeah, I I, I agree with Will's, uh, Will's take on that. He, he lost to Mitch Trubisky. Um, mm. And Trubisky didn't even play well like he did last week. He played like Mitch Trubisky. Um, so when you lose to Trubisky playing like Trubisky um, – no, Oof. no, no, no. I'm going to push back on that. Trubisky
2: played like Trubisky. It's just that last week he, he was not consistent. He didn't. He only played good for I don't know. This was about a half. Right. The, the Bears didn't score after halftime. It just last week he was good in the fourth quarter and bad the rest of the time. But this is still Trubisky.
1: I think. I mean, one agree- of the things. One of the things that's limiting. I mean, one of the things that's limiting Daniel Jones too, it, and is that he's not running anymore <laughs> either. Yeah. And so uh, one of the things about the BQBL scores is always when you get those rushing yards, it always ends up kind of killing some of your high side. But, you know, Jones, the only running you're doing is is backwards before he <laughs> throws some sort of dying quail into the opposing defense. Um, you know, it's not, not that impressive.
0: <clears throat> yeah. It's, I, I think that Daniel Jones, Kirk Cousins, some, some of these quarterbacks, like we're seeing that, Offensive line, as we've always known, plays a huge role in this, um, as well as the quarterbacks' propensity to either take sacks or instead of taking a sack, just kind of throwing the Mm -hmm. ball to the other team in in an act of of defiance or of uh, surrender. But the quarterbacks who are really willing to throw the ball away rather than just take the sack like a man are the ones that really excel in BQBL. And it's Mm -hmm. it's looking like Daniel Jones – is going to try to extend plays and then chuck it. Um, and that style has long been the preferred style. Um, the, the, the Jameis style, really, if you're going to call it, after one particular quarterback. <laughs> like some quarterbacks are see-it-throw-it quarterbacks. And some quarterbacks, they don't bother to see it. They just throw it. And um, <laughs> I, I think that Daniel Jones might be in that group.
2: Yeah, I think it's fair. And I think this right. The, it's clear or after two weeks, I, w- I would definitely say the beginning of the second round was the, was the best spot to pick because those consecutive picks of Jets, uh, Vikings, and Giants, uh, all, all of those look pretty good right now. That was 2-3, 2-4, 2-5. That seems to be the sweet spot right now because um, all those teams have been, have been good so far. Um, now, the Jets, I guess, Will only gave you six this week. Um, you got eight from the Bengals, who I think were your first-round pick. Uh, so you only finished with 14. Um, maybe a, a bit disappointing. But I, I think overall you got to be happy with the Jets. Is that right?
1: Yeah, I think that's one of those real-world um, situations where the GBL <coughs> score doesn't necessarily reflect just how bad Sam Darnold is. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty – especially after last year where I, I had virtually unplayable teams. I'm pretty happy being able to lock in the Jets and the Bengals pretty much every week and feel pretty good about uh, the chances, especially the Jets. Good God. I mean, yeah. it's just a, a dumpster fire of a, a situation going on over there. Yeah, so I
2: sympathize with your uh, real world is, is worse than BQBL. I, I sort of felt that way about my starts this week. Philadelphia, I thought they were awful, but only put up 14. Uh, Washington looked terrible for most of the game, but there was a lot of garbage time, and they ended up only ended up with five. So I ended up with 19. It was good for five wins this week. Um, again, as Sarah uh, won the week, we mentioned. Second place was Joe. Uh, his second-round pick of Carolina, um, or I guess end of second round on the turn, looked solid. Uh, scoring 27. That was the uh, third highest scoring team of the week. Um, But you mentioned unplayable teams. I think that goes this year so far uh, to Nick, um, who for the second week in a row started his best lineup. um, And for the second week in a row, that was uh, not good enough to get any wins. Uh, No, sorry. It was good enough for one win this week um, because he finished at negative one, but Russ outdid him at negative eight.
0: Right. So Nick started his best lineup and it yielded negative one point. Uh, Russ started his worst lineup and it yielded (coughs) negative seven points. Um, Russ would have been uh, better off starting either the Giants or Jacksonville. But New Orleans, New England, um, it was not what he wanted uh, and ended up. Now, to be
2: fair, he he said he wanted to start. The Giants, but he messed up and uh, emailed too late, so he didn't oh, want to do.
0: That. Indeed, so it, this was this was one of those where it's better if you actually start teams uh, rather than not.
2: Yes. Yep.
0: Sure. Yeah, you're guaranteed to get worst case outcome yeah. then. Yeah. So uh, after two
2: weeks, I would say Sarah uh, is looking strong. She got the pick six in week one from Tom Brady. Um, she had Minnesota's debacle this week, so she's 13 wins. Uh, in first place, Alex, you currently sit in second at nine and a half. Will, you sit in third at nine. I'm um, in fourth at eight and a half. Joe at eight. So so close uh, so far right there. Jake and Russ each have three and a half wins. And Nick in last place currently with a single win.
1: Mm. Nice. Nice. Well, I mean, I, the one thing I will say, I appreciate you guys having me on this uh, podcast. As I texted Matt this weekend, while I was looking through the box scores, <laughs> and uh, and I was like, I, I want to be on on this week. It felt like watching, you know, one of the Oceans movies. You know, like Oceans Twelve. Like all your favorite characters are back. Um, <laughs> some of them are are worse than you remember. Some of them are better. Um, you know, all of a sudden Josh Allen is, is the villain when, you know, he was the, the protagonist before, but um, you know, I, I was, I was pumped that the gang got back together in some of the backup quarterbacks. So, um, Will, so I appreciate you having me on.
0: Who's the quarterback that you most want to see return this year? And why is it Jameis Winston?
1: <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, uh, I, I'll tell you why, Alex, and, and that's a really, really nice point. I, I'm a Houston Rockets basketball fan, and, and bear with me for a second, but they got Russell Westbrook this year. And, you know, what, Russell Westbrook, if you don't follow basketball, filled up the stat sheet like no one else, but has a, a huge amount of really costly out-of-control turnovers. And, and I don't think you'd ever actually win with Russell Westbrook. I would love to see Jameis in that Saints offense throw for throw sixty to seventy passes a game, put up four hundred and sixty yards with five touchdowns, four interceptions, and three fumbles. And I, I just I, I just I just would love to see that.
0: That's fair. Matthew, do you agree that um Jameis is the one quarterback you want to see, or do you want to point out someone else this year? On uh, so, wish
2: list? Uh, Jameis, Jameis is a great answer. Uh, I think the other one, I, I kind of, I just love the idea of Tom Brady sitting on the bench and watching Blaine Gabbard throw passes.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: oh, that is delicious. So I think that would be extremely enjoyable as well. Um,
0: that, that, that's the other nomination that I would throw in there. I'm, I'm going to go with, I want to see Joe Flacco for the Jets. Mm. I want to see Adam Gase yell at Joe Flacco and get nothing but like golden retriever face right back in his face. Like, I I just want to see that interaction um, of just an, an unaffected Joe Flacco throwing the ball probably to nobody, skipping it into receivers and Sam Darnold on the bench, just shaking his head. Like, I'm glad that's not me and looking forward to being in Las Vegas next year.
1: I like Flacco too much for that. It's the only problem. I mean, you know, the the only other person, which fun fact of the week, uh, you know what would have happened if Jeff Driscoll got hurt? Mm -mm. Royce Freeman was the emergency quarterback and he was the (laughs) third string quarterback there. Mm -hmm. So, so that's who I want to see. I want to see a a couple of Broncos get hurt and, uh, and the running back be the quarterback. And uh it would be like uh be like be like an outfielder pitching in the, the ninth
0: inning of the blowout <laughs> yeah, It, it would be like
2: that old Dolphins offense with Ronnie Brown out of the Wildcat.
0: Oh Just yeah.
2: Only that. <clears throat> um speaking to the Dolphins, Alex, do you have any uh you have anything you want to say on Ryan Fitzpatrick letting you down this week, putting up negative four points against the Bills defense?
0: <sighs> what I'd say is when you come for the magic, um, you know, sometimes what comes out of the hat is not a bunny um, and you, you, you just get disappointed. Um, but mm. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep riding that train until they put Tua in there because uh, I know that the magic is going to come back. Uh, also, I wanted to run one more situation by you guys. What do you think about Jalen Hurts being the starting quarterback for the Eagles? I think that that would be super fun.
2: I think it would be super fun and I would be excited to start it in BQBL.
0: And I think, I think Philly plays better without Carson Wentz. Is that a hot take? No,
1: I,
2: I don't think that's a hot take.
1: I don't think there's anything a uh, hot take-ish about saying that, that Wentz has sucked. Um, I think the question is whether there'd be anyone that would be decent with that, offensive line and the you know injury plagued receivers I guess but but well I mean you feel like with with Sanders and and their tight ends you know you could find someone who would at least just throw seam routes to the tight ends and, and it'd be better than Wentz.
0: I mean the thing about Hertz is he's a lot more mobile and he went through a lot of shit to get to where he is now. Um, you know Carson wentz pretty much had a a very cushy college career at North Dakota state you know or was it South Dakota State, whichever Dakota state he was at um, he didn 't take a lot of hits he had a pretty easy time and then i just don't th- i the team just doesn 't seem to respond to him right. Um, I would like to see Hertz in there. I bet the team would respond to him and i if if he 'd been in here, we would have all said he was worse but I think the team might play better with Jalen Hurts. I I guess
2: he has Wentz has had a lot of uh, adversity concerning injuries.
0: Sure, and that's just given other people a chance to be better at his job. <laughs> like it's not going <sighs> to be Wally Pippt. It's going to be J- it's going to be Carson Wentz in the future. No, everyone's going to forget who Wally Pipp is and it's just going to be Carson Wentz. Because whoever replaces Carson Wentz is better than Carson Wentz. That's the hot take. Send tweet. And uh, maybe we should wrap it up there uh, for yep. the BQBL failcast this week. Thank you to uh, my co-host, Dr. Matthew, and to our guest, Will Hoffman. Will, um, where can people find your, uh, your comedy stylings?
1: Oh, I mean, my, my stand-up comedy is, is once a week down here. And, uh, and so I would just suggest coming on either a plane driving or in the current situation with our flooding, some sort of propeller
0: boat to get mm. down here. Uh, like a swamp <laughs> boat. Oh, swamp boat would be so fun. <laughs> all right. So take a swamp boat down to Houston and see, see Will in his garage. Um, but until next time, may all your decisions be mill and, uh, We'll catch you next week. Thanks, guys.